Hey, this is Ty, your girl. Um, and welcome back to my podcast, The Not So Perfect Christian. And let's just get into pride. And what is pride like? Well, I think I place a lot of pride in myself, but not even in the way that, you know, people usually talk about pride. I think for this long time, I was in this bubble. And this bubble told me that everything that I did had to be perfect. And not only did I have to be perfect, but I wasn't allowed any room for error. And that is kind of like, not just a toxic way to be, but I think it kind of takes focus away from who God really is in a sense, because I don't know, this perfectness that I continue to feel never came from God or this perfectness that I wanted to obtain wasn't something that could have possibly came from God because God, yes, he expects us to do our best and he expects us to run this race with endurance. But he also expects us to lay down every single sin and weight and just everything that easily entraps us at his feet. And in my felt perfectness. I wasn't doing that. I was trying to make sure that I walked in the way that only perfect people walk. And I was careful. I never got my hands dirty. I never went out. I never did anything. I never, you know, lived, talked to people. And I don't think that's what God really wanted for my life because sometimes we have to do uncomfortable things. In pride, in pride, we stay comfortable. We stay on this pedestal. And that is a hard pedestal to stay on. So for the longest period of time, I was just floating around. And I just remember this time in high school where my mom wanted me to like do pageants. And I really wasn't a pageant girl, I don't know, but I was the type of girl who liked to run and race my brothers in the street barefoot or to, I could hurl a football very far and very fast. I grew up running around barefoot, climbing trees with my brothers and chasing after them and their friends. My dad, um, he would always play street ball with us But my mom, she had other expectations for me. She wanted me to be this pageant girl. I guess she saw this beauty in me, this beauty that I hadn't quite understood in myself yet. And she wanted to like dress me up, do my eyebrows, and send me off to a pageant. And it wasn't just that, it was also my other dreams or the other dreams that my mom had for me. I just believe somewhere along human expectation, we lose ourselves. So we lose ourselves in other people, we lose ourselves in the world. And how does that reflect pride? 
Pride is the feeling of deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements or the achievements of those who are closely associated. And I think that's kind of, like for a while it used to bother me because everyone around me would take credit for the things that I would accomplish. Like they're like, oh, I did that. I made you who you are. And I'd be like, no, I did that. I worked hard for that. And do you understand how much just ugliness that it comes from both like angles of that? Because nothing that we ever do is without God, especially as a Christian. There's no goodness without, you know, outside of God. Nothing good comes outside of God. And everything in our life that is good, that is right, and sometimes even struggles that mold us and make us who we are, they all come from God. And pride is like a really sticky situation and sticky thing because we can be so deep in pride that we don't see other people. We just only see ourselves. And that is not how God intended it to be. The Bible says in Proverbs 11:2, when pride comes, then comes disgrace, but humility comes with wisdom. This kind of reminds me of Grandmaster. Me and my son, we take Taekwondo and we have like a grandmaster and he's like the person who's over all the the class and he has been through so many struggles in his life like he talks about coming to america not speaking english he learned to speak english he talks about only coming with 200 dollars in his pocket he turned that 200 dollars into multiple thousands and he just talks about um, coming with nothing and having to sleep at the back of his dojong. And now he owns a big house and multiple cars. And like, I say all of this, but he imparts so much wisdom on us and he teaches us so many things in class. Um, we go through these humbling situations to teach us things. But if we take pride in even the humblest of situations and what God is doing in our lives, how are we growing? How are we changing? How are we continuing to view the world and the people in it? James 4, 6 says, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. And it's hilarious to me because even little me, little perfect pedestal me, is not a stranger to being humbled by God. And to be honest, there's sometimes I welcome it and I pray, I pray so hard that I don't become so caught up in myself, so big headed and so dreamy that I forget the purpose that God has for my life to serve the people around me. And that just brings us to like a little bit of a reflection of Job. Job had like everything. He had the wife, the house, maybe even the car, you know? <laughs> there were no cars back then. Um, but <laughs> he had pretty much everything that he wanted in life. And then the devil came and made a bet with God that he could destroy Job, destroy that hope, destroy everything good about Job's faith. But let's just 
that just kind of comes to full circle to understand that even like with the everything that you have in your life and every car, the house, the perfect wife, the perfect kids, sometimes even some people, scholars view Job as like Job became prideful because instead of in the moment of praying, oh God, please help me. Job was like, oh God, why me? Why me? Why am I experiencing all these things? I just praise and worship your name. So my encouragement for you today is instead of having your Job moment or in your Job moment, stand firm in faith. Don't ask why me, but pray. Pray to God that he not only teaches you and molds you and gives you the wisdom of whatever he's trying to bring you through, because in every single Job moment or rough and rocky, 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 rocky valley, God is molding you into something better, someone more wise, someone more patient, someone more kind, someone more loving. There's always a reason for this. And there's always a reason for those trials. So don't ask why. Ask God to give you the wisdom to deal with those trials that he's taking you through in that Job moment. And this is your girl Ty signing out and telling you that she loves you. She's here for you. And it's okay to be not be or to be a not so perfect Christian. Love you. Bye. Mwah.